Welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about conversations. Hello, friends. How are you guys? Welcome to the podcast this week. How have you guys been doing? How have you been enjoying the new year? Do you guys have a hard time getting back into the swing of things? I find myself after taking a break for a little bit, it takes a minute to get my brain back into working mode. But I have been having so many ideas and insights and new tools that I want to teach you all. And I'm very, very excited about it. (laughs) And on a personal note, we're in the process of moving to Alabama right now and staying with my family in Texas and have been binge watching Studio Mickey's Dream Home Makeover. If y'all are in need of a show and love home decor and renovations, I would highly recommend. (laughs) I've been really geeking out about it. It's been super fun. So just random tangent, but um, I hope that you guys like have found, like been having some fun, um, have some goals maybe you're working on. I know for me, you know, in the past, I've always kind of had a little bit of a letdown after the holidays, and I always found it really helpful to have kind of something new and fun to look forward to and to be working on in the new year. So before I start talking about today's topic, which is a really good one, by the way, you guys, we're going to talk about conversations. And I think this is a major area that relationship anxiety likes to stick on. At least I know for me personally has been an area I've dealt with. But first, listener shout out time. So this one is from Jesus Lover 6890 and they wrote, "This podcast helped me beyond words. I felt so misunderstood and alone in my relationship anxiety that I'm battling. This is helping me cope with a lot and understand myself better to improve my relationship with myself and my partner." Thank you so much for that review. I loved it and I'm super excited to announce that we just officially hit over 100 reviews. Woo! (laughs) I checked it today and I was like, wow, we hit it. So it's Amazon gift card giveaway time. I will be reaching out to the winner shortly to um, let them know that they won. So I'm very excited about that and thank you guys all for... um, taking the time to leave a review. Um, They really do mean a lot to me. So let's talk about conversations. Let's talk about talking. (laughs) So I think many of us have an idea of what a romantic relationship conversation should look like. Like we've seen it in the chick flicks, right? It's like this conversation where they just like get you and understand you on this whole new level and you talk for hours throughout the whole night and you constantly have things to talk about and you can talk about everything under the sun and you have the same perspectives on everything and it's like they can read your mind and it sounds very perfect, right? And While many of us recognize maybe this isn't exactly reality, we have ideas of what conversations should look like in a relationship. We have things that we expected. Like we maybe expected that we would have a certain number of conversations that were at this level of depth or 
that we're able to talk about politics and all of the different areas that we're interested or maybe that looks like they don't want to talk about politics just like you or they don't want to talk about sports just like you and we expect that they're interested in talking about all the same things as us and disinterested in the same things as us but the reality is the person you're with is a different person right they're not you they have different things that they're interested in they have a different style of conversing and talking and a different lead for conversation and maybe being in the mood for talking at different moments than moments that you're in the mood for it that their interest in conversation and their style is going to be a little bit different than yours. And that's part of what makes a relationship so beautiful is it's not just the two same people talking. Like if we want the same person talking to someone that's exactly the same, like that's in your head all the time, right? And sometimes we drive ourselves crazy. So as much as we maybe want our partner to have a certain type of conversation with us, like we want someone different. We don't want someone who offers us the same thoughts and ideas and opinions because that would be kind of boring. Maybe your idea of a good conversation is you're telling them exactly how you're feeling and they're telling you all of their emotions that are going on for you. And then maybe there's a little bit of a disconnect, right? Like maybe your partner doesn't always want to open up and share his feelings. And you start to maybe feel a little bit anxious or disappointed. Like something's gone wrong here. That if I was in love and this was the right relationship, then we would be having these perfect, amazing, wonderful good conversations all the time, constantly. <laughs> and I think what's interesting is for me personally, my threshold for talking is much higher than other people's. So I could talk nonstop, whereas for other people, the ideal might be to have a little bit more downtime. And I think I want you to kind of notice one thing that I think we do is we expect these good conversations because it means connection. And that's just something that we've kind of made up because some of us believe connection is actually being able to be totally comfortable sitting together in silence and not needing to talk. And just being able to be enjoy being with each other. But what it can be easy to do sometimes is to expect these amazing deep conversations and wanting them right now, wanting it instantly. And maybe we try to hurry and drum up some conversation and then we're measuring in our head and evaluating, is this really a good conversation? Am I actually really connecting with him? Do I like talking with him? Maybe I like talking to this other person more. And we're so in our head that we're not actually connecting. We're not actually enjoying the conversation or talking with our partner because we're too busy evaluating the conversation and if it's good. And the reality is those conversations 
where you feel really connected and it feels deep, those conversations, we don't just create in a moment out of thin air. Like, sometimes they kind of come when we're not expecting them. Like, I think about some of the people that I'm closest with. We have some moments where we have these really deep conversations and I just love getting to talk with them and I feel like we're really connecting. But then there's also moments where maybe it feels like a little bit off or maybe I don't feel as connected to them as other moments. And my conversations with like the people I'm absolutely closest with kind of fluctuate and vary. And I think it's so interesting that we think it would be different with our partner, that we're going to always feel connected and always have these deep conversations. But yet when we compare with like our best friend, we might have some days where maybe we just feel like we're really clicking and enjoying talking with each other. But then maybe another day someone feels a little bit off and maybe there isn't as good of a conversation and that's okay. We don't make it mean anything about our friendship. We just still love them. But with our relationship, we start making it mean something. We start overanalyzing and questioning rather than just being able to step back and be like, hey, he's not as much in the mood to talk right now and that's okay. Like, I still love him. Like, I want you to ask yourself, what do you think having more good conversations would make you feel? Do you believe that you would get to feel more connection, more trust, more love, openness? Or are you hoping that the conversation could get rid of some of your negative emotions? Like that if you guys were having this deep conversation or he was finally telling you about his feelings, that then it would get rid of all of your negative emotions that then you maybe wouldn't need to feel anxious. So that's just kind of good to know is like you, whatever you're looking for by wanting to talk about this one thing or wanting to have conversations all the time or whatever it is, it's because you believe that conversation will make you feel more connected in love or trusting or will get rid of your anxiety. But did you know that Connection doesn't come from talking with someone. For example, two people could be having a conversation and one person could just be loving it and thinking the conversation is so great and feel like totally connected. And then the other person in their head could be like, eh, I'm not really feeling this. Like, this is kind of awkward. I don't feel super connected, whatever. Or maybe they're just like, thinking about work and they're distracted. Like they're both a part of the same conversation, but they have different thoughts about it. One of them's thinking how amazing and how connected they are and how great the conversation is. And the other person is like a little bit distracted or maybe in the back of their head, they're wanting to talk about something else and they don't know how to bring it up. Like they both are having completely different experiences of that same conversation. So the conversation itself doesn't create connection for you. It's what you're thinking about you and your partner. 
like when you guys have that really good deep conversation that you feel like you long for sometimes, what do you start thinking about your relationship? What do you start giving yourself permission to believe? You start thinking like, wow, this is what I always imagined. We are so in sync. We're connected. I love him. Whatever the thoughts are going through your head, like that's what you're wanting. You're wanting to be in that place where you're believing you're so connected and this is amazing. And I know for me personally, I've witnessed this where maybe I have moments where we're talking and he's telling me how much he loves me or how beautiful I look. And in my head thinking like I should feel so connected to him right now, like he's saying all these sweet things and we're having this great conversation, but I maybe just don't feel connected in that moment because my brain is overanalyzing the conversation or thinking about something else or how I need to go get something done. But then on the other hand, I've had moments where we're sitting by each other on the couch and I'm working on one thing and he's working on another. But in my head, I'm like thinking, wow, like I love him. I'm so lucky to have him in my life. Like he is so great and I feel totally connected to him when we're not even saying a word to each other. We're both like doing our own things, but I'm thinking these thoughts about how amazing and wonderful he is and that's available to me in moments when we're not talking and in moments where we are talking, sometimes I don't feel that because that's not the space my head is in. And that's the same for you guys of like, there are moments where connection is available to you without that conversation because your head can be in a space where you are appreciating the relationship and appreciating him. And I think it's so important to recognize that when you're expecting and demanding a good conversation and you start putting pressure on yourself and him to be talking all the time or to be talking about certain things that maybe aren't coming naturally or whatever it is, that then you create more anxiety within yourself. Then you create disconnection, not only from him, but from you. You disconnect from yourself. When you're constantly measuring and trying to evaluate the relationship and the things he likes and the things you like and how you guys talk and connect, it puts space between you. It puts space between you and prevents you from actually getting what you really want, which is more connection with him. I think about it kind of like if you've ever experienced like social anxiety when you go to a party and you're talking to someone and like there's a person that's totally like talking to you and you want to get to know them, but yet in your head you're overanalyzing like, huh, I wonder if I look weird. I wonder if like maybe I'm like blinking too much or maybe I said that thing that I said that was kind of weird and I should have actually said this and you're so in your head about the conversation that you're not actually present in the conversation and fully experiencing this moment and getting to know this person because your head's so consumed in overanalyzing you. And it's very much what we do in our relationships is overanalyzing every moment of possible connection and trying to evaluate if it's good enough rather than allowing ourselves just to experience it. And the ironic thing is when we're able to relax 
and just kind of let go and experience the moment, like that's when we start connecting. When we stop demanding to have a certain conversation right this moment, like, and we just start living in the present and wherever we're at and wherever our partner's at, that's actually where we start connecting. That is where we start having those moments of conversation and connection that we want is when we're not freaking out and needing it right now. The crazy thing with anxiety is when we're demanding something and needing it, I think it actually makes us less likely to get it. We actually kind of repel it a little bit versus when we're able to kind of chill out and figure out how to be content and happy in the moment, then we make room for having more of what we want, for having more of that conversation and connection that you love. Now, one thing I want to mention here is I think it's important to recognize like your own needs. Like, what are the things that you want to talk about? What are things that you enjoy? Ways that you like to connect? One thing for me is I love talking about mental health. <laughs> Clearly, with this podcast and being a coach, it's my, like my favorite thing. Um, I love talking about politics. I love talking about pop culture and music and TV shows. And I love talking about family. Like there's so many different things I love to talk about and not every person in my life that I love likes to talk about all those things. Like my partner for sure doesn't. And I think like, for example, two people I'm closest with are my mom and my dad. And I love talking about mental health with my mom. I think it's super fun and we totally geek out on it. And I love talking about politics with my dad and they don't necessarily love talking about that. Like my mom is not one for really just geeking out about politics. Like that's not something she's as interested in. And so I have my relationship with my dad where I'm able to talk to him about that. And I have my relationship with my mom where we can talk about mental health. And what's crazy is we have all of these different interests and we have so many different people in our life that we can talk to, but we put so much pressure on our partners to be the person that talks to us about all the things. We want our partner to talk to us about everything versus recognizing like here are areas that like they're wanting to connect with me, something that like they're interested in, I'm interested in. And if there's some need that I feel to like really be able to talk about politics and that's like not his thing that like that's totally okay I can talk to someone else about that or I really want someone to talk about pop culture with and the bachelorette not his thing and that's totally okay and that we can have different people in our life that meet different parts of our needs rather than putting it all on our partner to fulfill every little thing and be the source of all conversation for us. And the last thing I want to offer to you guys is I think many times we feel this need for a certain level of conversation 
because we are wanting to escape the dialogue in our own head. Like we're trying to escape all of the thoughts and negativity and anxiousness and worrying that goes on in our head. And we want this outward conversation to distract us from the conversation within us. And I think it's so, so powerful to do the work on yourself and on your mindset to cultivate a good conversation within yourself. To have thoughts and a relationship with yourself that feels constructive and uplifting and enjoyable and something you value. Because when we've cultivated that, we're not needing a conversation outside of us to escape what's going on in our own head because we feel comfortable and at ease with our own thoughts. And many of us are very afraid of our thoughts because we don't like that conversation with our head. And it's such a powerful skill to learn how to direct that conversation in your head. And bonus tip for you guys. (laughs) I forgot about this last one, but I think it's very, very powerful for y'all. So when you are critical of how your partner talks or interacts and you think like, oh, he should talk more about his emotions or he should be more deep in his conversations, is I want you to to step back a little bit and look at how is maybe this a strength with him? How does this maybe compliment me? So you maybe having deep conversations might be a byproduct of your very analytical brain that is thinking through things very thoroughly. Whereas maybe him on the other hand is he isn't over analytical. Like he's able to just relax and not overthink things. So maybe that's a way that you both really complement each other is you're able to bring in a little bit more depth and analyticness, analyticalness. But then on the other hand, that he's able to help bring a little bit more calm and chill and not needing to overanalyze so much. And maybe he keeps things more fun and lighthearted. Or your dynamic might be a little different in your relationship. But I want to challenge you to notice how maybe your styles are different in talking, but maybe that complements each other. And to ask yourself that is how do our different styles of conversation and our different approaches to connection complement each other? How can I connect with him wherever he's at? And also, how can I connect with me? How can I work to have that good conversation within myself? All right. Thanks so much, you guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye.